Dear Silence, I give this time of quiet to you. Please dissolve any thoughts of fear and connect me to the inner place where all is peace and love. And so I'm here. Hey guys, welcome back to As We Unfold. It's Rasika. I hope you guys are having a great week. I'm uploading this on a weekend. The weather is awesome. I'm really enjoying myself. Just had to put that in there. So today I wanted to talk about decision making because I feel like that covers an umbrella of topics. And I'm just going to be sharing how I've gotten very effective at decision making and um, just share my one tool that I do. And no, it's not a decision making app. (laughs) I've heard there is such a thing as a decision making app and you basically just put in two options and then (laughs) like the app just generates an answer. And honestly, that's really funny. But I would I would not be doing that in the future. I don't recommend it either. Um, It's just funny because I can't believe such a thing actually exists. I hope people aren't using people aren't using it seriously. And if you are, um, well, let me know how it is. I mean, is it working? (laughs) Maybe we can add that tip in here. No, but um, I. I'm a big person on using my intuition while decision decision making. And I feel like because it's such an abstract concept, I'm going to do my best to try and explain it um, here. But that is my number one tool for decision making is strengthening your intuition. And intuition has a lot of... Um, synonyms like your gut feeling um just a knowing there's different words to describe the same thing i wrote down a little definition um, my personal definition of how of what intuition is for me so intuition is my internal guidance a backdrop consciousness to my perceiving self it is how i interpret people and situations and my intuition is an instinct that picks up on energy while my senses take in the physical picture. So, like I said, it's already very abstract because it's like a sixth sense, kind of, but you're just picking up on the energy and not on the physical reality of people, places, activities, or things. Um, And I wanted to talk about, you know, you probably have an idea at this point to what intuition is. So I want to talk about how you can strengthen it because I feel like it's not enough to just say, hey, you know, follow your intuition. Or, you know, sometimes we are lucky to have a gut feeling, which is I feel like just a heavier version of just intuitive guidance. Like, let's say if, you know, you're doing something that's probably illegal, your gut feeling, if, you know, I don't know, if you're innocent enough, would probably be like, don't do that. So I think that the gut feeling is only there to a really noticeable extent when 
it's a big scenario, but I'm talking about every small decision that you make. You can be using your intuition if you really care about how the outcome is going to in going to impact you. And so I feel like talking about strengthening your intuition is basically just talking about like how to strengthen and exercise your muscles for turning to your intuition because a lot of people don't even know that it's there underlying them at all times and you can just tune into it whenever you need to. So one thing I said is listening to yourself before taking in another person's input and I hope you sense the similarity to how I talked about this in the other episode, my last one, where I said just figure out things for yourself before you go and ask other people what they think and get in their opinions, their perspective, because a lot of the time you're not going to know if something is true for you if you are simply piggybacking off of somebody else's perception or or how somebody else may have lived their life in the past. You know, they might be a really credible person, and I'm not saying that you should not go to other people at all. I kind of wanted to talk about how in high school and middle school, we all go out, you know, to our friends Whenever we have an issue, it's really common to make friends over drama. People go to other people with their personal problems without kind of touching in and tuning in to themselves first of like, oh, what should I do? Or what do I think is right? They'll go to their friends and say, hey, you know, what do you think I should do? And the thing is, we hear like, um, we hear that hypocrisy kind of I don't think that's the right word but we hear kind of the silliness in that when we reflect about it because like we realize that our friends also are kind of in the same boat of they don't really know either because they have had the same experience as you have and they're probably as old as you are you know something like that so being alone without friends like I talked about in my other episode is just another way that I was able to realize that, oh my gosh, you know, whenever I had a problem, I was so used to going out and asking my friends, like, what do I do? But, you know, I was forced to just sit with myself and say, well, do I really need to, you know, get everybody's opinion on, like, everything going into my life? And maybe I should just sit here and figure it out on my own. This goes to my second point, which is you should quiet your mind of surface level thoughts so you can decipher your feelings about a circumstance. Um, so let me just explain what surface level thoughts are. It's kind of like, oh, I have to do this at like 3 p.m. or I have to do this or, you know, this is happening. Just kind of like that busyness thoughts that we all have that is more like agenda or just aimless thinking you know just like when you're driving or something or when you're walking um somewhere to a destination you know don't make it mechanical just tune in just quiet down just just walk you know just completely put all your attention into walking or completely put all your attention into driving essentially is thoughtful reflection and just sitting with yourself we have to be willing to hear ourselves and then only we can listen to ourselves 
it's not that complicated. Obviously, me putting into words is like narrating breathing. You know, it just kind of happens. But um, I hope I'm not overcomplicating it for people that are hearing. Also, the third point I'm going to is once you hear the thoughts and you listen to what you have to say, you have to trust yourself. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh, maybe I should completely listen to what she's saying because she sounds like she's got it together. No, but if if it really doesn't feel like it clicks with you, which I really hope it does, you know, I if it doesn't click with you, then I don't want you to listen to me and take that in, you know, because your opinion and your interpretation should stand before what I say is correct because I hope you get the understanding that I am directing you back to yourself. So essentially, just trust yourself. You know, as tempting it is to believe the outside world has a solution, the whole thing of, you know, you have to consume to be fulfilled, the answer lies out there, the magic key is to be found outside, um, where in reality, the answers are always within. Like the biggest reason why people don't want to make their own decisions, I feel, is because they don't think that they are going to make the right one, right? What if I make the wrong decision? That is the biggest fear. Something is going to go wrong in my life. But I hope we understand that right and wrong are very relative. You know, how many things have gone wrong in your life? And in hindsight, you can say, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad after all. Or, you know, even better, it brought me to something very beautiful. Or I learned something that I couldn't have learned if everything was just, you know, happy, go lucky, you know, and perfect. Um... No, it's our hard moments and our tough moments that shape us to evolve and to become better people. And so is there ever really a right and wrong or good and bad? I mean, things might feel like that right now, but but you can you can understand that it's happening it might be happening for a different reason. You know, it's all good. You know, at the end you're gonna get where you need to be and you're going to realize it at sometimes and sometimes you're not going to realize it. Sometimes it's going to feel really tough, but you have to have that. Um, you should have that foresight. You know, I think we all need to kind of practice that having foresight, having um, that knowing that, you know, it's going to be tough right now. It may be tough right now, but in a few years, you know, I might be, I might be thinking this experience and, I personally know that I've had a lot of those in my life. So I just wanted to touch on that. And I know, oh, and I need to wrap it up. So I touched on it, I need to wrap it up. So going back to what I said is like, you're scared that you're going to be making a wrong decision, but there is nothing wrong. There is no wrong decision. There is only the decision that feels true to you when you take it. Okay, so that was a really long third point, but my fourth point is pay attention to the energy of people, places, activities, and things, and ask yourself how do things shift energetically when brought into your day? So 
I'm just asking you to work with your awareness, you know. I can always tell when the energy shifts when somebody walks into the room or when I walk into um, a group of people, I can always feel like who's having like who's having a good energy, who's having um, a slightly more negative energy and not that, you know, anything is bad. It's very different from judging. You're just you're just non-judgmentally picking up on what they're putting out. You know, when you walk into a place, like how does it feel? You know, for me, I can always tell when I walk into like my clean bedroom versus a messy bedroom. I can always feel like the air just flows better. I'm just in a, in a more like productive state of mind. I feel like I want to keep things clean. I want to, you know, do my work. I feel energized. I can expand this awareness to people, places, things, activities. I think to wrap this up, I just want to say that the benefit of noticing such subtle shifts is that for the most part, at least, you can control what comes and stays in your space. If something isn't serving you, it's going to stick out energetically, and you can handle that circumstance as you must. In general, I just think it's very freeing to have that simple awareness about your life. Yeah, I will leave it at that. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you guys, no, I will talk to you guys again very soon. Bye!